So that's the first five. Now the sixth one, this can blow some people's circuits. <laughs> After this, everything's much easier. After this quality. This is being in the now. This is being present. This is being in the moment. Here and now. To an event. To another person. Sometimes to yourself. Whatever it is you're doing and wherever you are. Now being in the moment, being present, being in the now is something that nearly everybody on this planet find extremely difficult. Most of us flee to feelings and thoughts about the past or to the future. And we let our lives be run by that. And yet consider this. Neither the future nor the past is real. I'll say that again because that might actually annoy some of you. <laughs> Neither the past nor the future is real. The only time that is real is the now. <laughs> let, me ex let me now explain a little bit what I've just said. The past is gone. The past is a memory in your mind. You hold the past as a memory. Now, don't get me wrong. The past may have very powerful emotional echoes in your psyche that influence your thoughts, your feelings, your behavior today. But when are you experiencing those thoughts and feelings? You are experiencing them in the now. The only reason the past has power over you in the now is because you are allowing the meaning and the significance you put on past events to go on living right here, right now, in your life. You are allowing unreality to live on. I know that's a strong statement, but I stand by it. And so are your clients. And you need to understand this. This is very subtle stuff. We allow, usually unconsciously, the past to live on through the meaning and significance we put on the events to live on now and to limit us in the here and now. When you do that, when we do it, because I do it too, we are living in the past. And the future is not real either. It's a mental creation. It's just a new but imagined now. But the future doesn't exist. Um, and you know what? It never actually comes. Because when you get to the future, guess what? You're there ahead of me. It's the now. Um, and when you anticipate the future and think about the future, you're ahead of me. When are you doing it? You're doing it right now. But here's the rub. When you allow your anticipation of a future event, of what may happen or may not happen, to control your self-image and to control your mental state and your emotional state in the now, that's when you're living in the future. And living in the future, I tell you, is a massive issue for most leaders. 
Certainly, I was living in the future and was unaware of this concept before I trained as a coach. Living in the future is a massive issue. Um, so this quality demands your ability to focus on something, a task, a person, whatever it is, and to keep your attention on it, but without becoming so fixated on it that you don't notice other things. This is a, a demanding quality. It takes practice, but you can practice this. But I tell you the rewards are enormous, because as you practice it, you get enormous emotional freedom from the ties of your past. And that gap that you may have experienced between now and the future, where you get to this state or you have this accomplishment, where you experience nothing but this frustrating gap between the two, and boy have I experienced that, that starts to melt away the more you appreciate that you've only got the now. You only ever had the now. You just playing mental tricks with yourself unconsciously. Yes, yeah, so it, it frees you from those ties, but it also allows you to respond to a new situation or to a person in a fresh way without having to blindly project onto that person the past and other people's behaviours and behave in the way that you always behave. To be very clear, I am not saying ignore the past. Do not ignore the past, I am saying. Do not deny it. Do not pretend it didn't happen. Do not pretend that you didn't do the things you did. Honour the past if there are terrific memories. What I am saying is be wary of the past's ability to, and your thoughts about the past, your interpretations of the past, to hold you in certain unhelpful patterns because that's exactly what many of your clients are struggling with and you need to understand yourself on that score. So you don't discount it. I am not saying don't think about the future, don't envision a future. Leaders have got to. And sometimes you as coaches are going to be talking about goals. No, I'm not saying that either. But I am saying don't let that imagination of that envisaged outcome so grip you that your happiness and your ability to flow is entirely in the hands of having that result or achieving that result or being that person. That's attachment, and that's when you're caught. That's what I'm saying here. So this sixth quality demands the ability to focus our mind at will, but it does mean that we have to start resolving our most powerful past and future orientated limiting beliefs. If you want to live in the now, now, you may think this is very abstract and extraordinarily philosophical, but it is not. This, ladies and gentlemen, is reality. And most people in organizational life haven't got this. They paradoxically think unreality is reality. The people who have got this, interestingly, are the elite men and sports, elite men and women of the sports world. They know how important it is to be in the now, to be at their best. And that is the hallmark of a champion. But at this point, this understanding has not migrated yet into organizational life. So questions for you on this particularly demanding quality. Can I always focus my mind at will? Or is it flitting around like a busy bee? And if you try meditating, you will find, find to your horror how out of control it is. 
join the rest of the human population on that one. To what extent do I give my full, unfiltered attention to what is happening in the here and now? And by the way, by unfiltered, I mean without having a fixed prejudiced view of what current events mean based on your past, or having a fixed view as to how you want these events to unfold. Okay? So to what extent can I give my full unfiltered attention to what is happening in the here and now? Because you do need to do that to be at your best as a coach. And in my judgment, how much of the time am I living in the past and in the future? Just ponder on those three questions for a minute before we go to the last of the seven qualities. <laughs> 